friends. We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn. Welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. We are going strong into season two. It is episode three, and we have two friends with us today. What? <laughs> we have, of course, coming back as one of our favorite, Danielle. Yes. She's ready. And she brought a guest with her. It's her husband, Will. Hey. Yes. Okay, uh, guys. Our first guy. <laughs> our first guy. We're so excited. I'm so honored. Here I am. No pressure. Representing the men. What up, men? Yes. So <laughs> we are looking forward to having more guy friends featured on our podcast in the future. We just love a guy's perspective on certain topics and what they bring to the table, things that they focus on that maybe girls wouldn't and vice versa. So I feel like it'll round out the dynamics of a group. Well, you know, guys have friends, too. That's true. What? That's very true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the cheesiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I love this. Okay, so with the introduction, um, Danielle, it's been months since we've all recorded together so give us a life update since we've last recorded was it like pre-covid or was it mid-covid it was like when it was all starting was it like up in the air it might have been at the very beginning of covid when we recorded it was like yeah it was like in march we may have released it it was like before covid like blew up here yeah Yeah. so so many things have happened Mm um been working from home Still working from home, mm-hmm. and our son had another surgery since we've been mm-hmm. apart, but he's doing really good, and yeah, nothing crazy. I just have some fun stories about today. We can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been a lot of uh, seeing each other recently, so yeah. happy to see new faces. Just go- <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say, like, oh, that's faces, so cute. More than enough. Oh, but, is it? It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> what are you saying? You don't want to see other faces other than mine? Precisely. Moving in. Precisely, he this says. This is great already. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so, Will, since you're new, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I don't know, what you do for work. Your yeah, passions, for sure. Well, Danielle and I have been married for three and a half-ish years now. Uh, we have a one-year-old Wait, son. is that it? That's it. It feels That's like it. longer. <laughs> Doesn't it? Wow. In a good way. In the best way. Um, it feels like forever. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I'm saying. Um, we, as Danielle said before, we have an about an 18-month-old son. Um, he keeps us busy. Uh, he is basically our life outside of work. Um, so he is just the best. William Jr. Um, oh, I love that. And uh, he... Uh, I love that so much. <laughs> it's actually so cute. He is, uh, he's, he's the best. We um, we did some stuff today that we'll talk about. Just him. for clarity, he's not actually a William Jr. No, he's not actually a Jr. Okay, no, right. No. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. But um, we did some stuff today and just reminiscing or thinking to ourselves like wow he is just the best mm. um yeah and he's a champ going through all the stuff he's gone through but uh, anyways about me i work uh in a call center i am a workforce manager for our call center um shout out to the company i work for zag z-a-g-g yeah so we sell like mobile accessories yada 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 i can talk a lot about it um 
But uh, besides that, right now I'm working on giving drum lessons. Um, I play drums. Um, I am also an avid TV slash movie show watcher, so nice. I'm excited to talk about said show. <laughs> um, and yeah. I forgot to talk about my new thing I've been doing. Wow. What's your new oh, thing? That's important. Shameless that, plug. Here we go. Shameless plug. We started a like nonprofit, but it's not a nonprofit yet, and just doing give back yeah. stuff. So half of the proceeds that we've been doing, we've been selling merchandise and hats and telling our story about our son and yeah. then giving back. So last month we did a shirt. This month we're doing a hat. And you have plans for next month for another one? We think we're going to take a pause. We think we're going to take a pause. To, to build the anticipation. For for November, and then we'll do a crew neck. Okay. Yeah. I am wanting the crew neck so bad. Yeah. Still doing the crew neck for sure. Okay. We're still okay. going to do it. But <laughs> I'm like banking on it. So. <laughs> We've been like hitting up everybody, and we're trying to get outside of like who we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like hard mm-hmm. to... We don't like hitting the same people, or but it's for different um, nonprofits. Right. So we thought, like, oh, that'll help when you're like your immediate family is like, we'll buy one. We can't. We can only buy one this month. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. So we'll yeah. kind of spread it out. But we're just okay. learning. Um, I've never done anything like this before, and and you're really the brains behind all of it. I'm really just a spreadsheet guy that tells you how much money we can spend on what. Yeah. Sort of deal. So. so it's not like a money maker. It's more of like a money giver mm-hmm. so. that's the goal behind it yeah no that's, i love that that's cool so between all those things that's basically our life lately yeah. yeah that's awesome well um in a previous episode in season one when danielle introduced herself to the friends and all mm. that she had mentioned that our podcast had inspired you to want to start a podcast yeah give our friends the update on that yeah for sure um so i am an avid michigan football fan mm-hmm. um basically any university he's wearing of... a michigan hat right now <laughs> <laughs> any university of michigan uh athletics i am a huge fan of and uh Llewellyn can um keep her opinions to herself regarding <laughs> college, <laughs> college athletics yeah we got a rival in here guys <laughs> a good Big call one. out i love Super it also i here. edit this podcast <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare take this out <laughs> Um, yeah, so I can talk about Michigan football for days, and oftentimes I get stuck talking to people about it at parties, and Danielle is like, hey, Will, stop it. We gotta go. (laughs) And so she was like, you should have a way to plug in and so you can just talk into the ether about Michigan football. And so um, when I heard that she was going to be on your guys' podcast, I said, that's so cool. And she mentioned you guys were, you know doing it in some really high-tech studio, which was really encouraging to me. She lied. (laughs) Because I don't have a high-tech studio. Oh, Lord. I gave her that. Uh, You did? (laughs) Yeah, let's just just point out for our viewers that can't see us. Yeah, you listeners out there. I am showing them a beautiful Ohio State sweatshirt that that Danielle (laughs) gave me. This is a bunch of... She's going to sit over here as our mascot. You told me you got rid of it. You didn't say you gave it to somebody <laughs> who roots for the Okay, enemy. to be fair, it was a white elephant gift. So. It was, and you got it. it was yeah, beginning. it was a white elephant Jeez, gift. Yes. It just worked Perfect. out really well. Well, anyways. It's an expensive um, sweater. It's okay. Yeah, so I'm really, I'm really excited to start a podcast at some point. I'm putting it off, um, but I very much admire what you guys are doing, and it did inspire me to start it, so... Um, Look at that, y'all. Na- name is still pending, but keep a lookout for Hail from the Bleachers. 
I like that. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's cool. Yeah. Way better than any Ohio State podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes well, I wish we could record our like visuals. I just love <laughs> a good I feel old like rivalry. We would have some really good like facial little moments. Yeah, you're right. You could zoom it. Um, nah, not in this closet. We have so many tips for you. So before you start, yeah, because we have some what not to do's and what to do's oh, that we wish we would have done. I'll pick your ring for sure. Yeah, okay. We'll give you a spreadsheet. I love spreadsheets. Since you're a spreadsheet guy, yes. I love it. Okay. All right. Well, those are our two friends. They will be, of course, um, commenting along with us, and they have their own opinions and stories that we can't wait to get into. So, Llewellyn, give us the episode recap. Yes. So, episode three is titled, The One Where Heckles Dies. The downstairs neighbor dies and bequeaths his strange possessions to Monica and Rachel. All right, so we open this episode with a soft open where the friends are talking about physical features that hinder people from continuing to date other people. So it, it, it bears the question to all of us, are there any physical features that you guys look for and notice that you guys notice about other people very easily? For sure. Because I would say one of mine is teeth. Anytime someone does not have, like, good teeth, <laughs> like, Aww. nobody's teeth are, like, perfect and always all white. But it's, like, it's where they're, like, all, like, jagged and, like, and I, know, I'm, and I mostly notice it in, like, guys when I'm, like, you know, because I'm, you know, single and looking, so. Shameless plug. I you're usually, s- like. swiping. Uh, no, actually, but teeth. Nope, that's not funny. Can't tell. Yeah, but no, I notice. I notice people's teeth. That's a good one. Um, I actually identified immediately with Ross uh, when he mentioned the nostrils. Okay. Uh, because I uh, <laughs> I'm covering their nose in here. Um, and this is nothing against anybody with big nostrils. You can probably smell a lot more. Than <laughs> But we need more guys on this show. This is amazing. <laughs> I recall, and this isn't, this isn't even just woman. And so, like, I recall meeting new friends, um, even going on dates before I met my beloved Danielle. Mm-hmm. Um, where I was just like, I would get hung up on it, and like, it didn't affect how I treated them. But I was like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> I can see your brain. Spelunking in there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Spelunking. <laughs> That's kind of mean to say, I guess. But, no, like, oh my god! Yeah, I. So I'm, I'm, sometimes Ross irritates me, but I was with him. I was like, "Big nostrils, man. It's tough to." It's, and sometimes you don't even notice it at first, but somebody points it out to you oh, after you've no. gone like That's the four worst. or five dates, and then you can't get past it. Yes. And it's like, dun dun dun. Yeah. Nostrils. Yeah. You know? For so. sure. What about you, Daniel? Any physical features that you notice? Drink carefully. About people. <laughs> Wow. wow. Should, we, should we skip you? <laughs> Speak freely. I, I don't really know. I don't really think I, like, have a type or things I, like, I don't know. Do you? Can I talk about our relationship? Well, yeah, stuff? for sure. Actually, you got me worried now, but yeah. Because <laughs> obviously... No, go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. Oh, I love this. This is real life right here. <laughs> it is real life. Well, obviously, like, 
what you were born with was different, right? Yeah. And so... You like guys who are handicapped. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true! (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not true! Babe! I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, what I'm saying is that a feature was actually, like, a big thing of... I feel like... It wasn't, like, a hurdle, but it was more like, can't you show him love how he deserves to be loved and wouldn't it be so cool if someone could love you the way that you deserve wow and that was the end of that hurdle thank you very much well you clearly didn't marry me for my muscles so i did married you for your body no i think that's real life though like how many people kind of this this is a funny soft open yeah but but how many people allow what you know what culture says that pretty looks like To yeah. hinder who they would and miss, go out with. And miss somebody totally amazing because of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. That's true. So, so you're calling yourself amazing? Is that, I mean, well, I'm just saying, you like know, she, look, you know, look past that teeth then, apparently. <laughs> apparently, yeah. And those big nostrils. <laughs> Listen to this episode. Uh, All right, we'll see you next week on... <laughs> um. Okay, what about you, Llewellyn? You thought you were going to um, get away with? I think... Mine's different. I mean, mine's not necessarily, there's nothing about like their physical features that I can't handle or that would be weird, but I tend to like guys that can actually grow facial hair. Mm. So if it's very apparent that you have a baby face, then it's never going to change. Oh no. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It'd be hard. (laughs) I don't know. Which is so funny because I see her with baby faced people. (laughs) Really? Ew. Yes. The disdain. <laughs> like your type. I think I it's could see her my with type. Like... Apparently, Leah knows my type. I don't. Even I don't know think I know your type at days. all. But I feel like you would end up with like a baby face person. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Watch you marry. I'm gonna bring this up on your wedding day if it's a baby face person. Okay. <laughs> baby, baby face and snaggletooth. Here we come. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Let's just have a double wedding and it'll be fine. <laughs> um, okay, so a really quick... Um, uh, Joey in this episode refers to a date where the woman had a really big Adam's apple. A.K.A. a guy. A.K.A. a dude. Um, but in a later episode, he thinks it's called a Joey's apple. So remember that whole funny point where he calls it a Joey's apple? And they're like, you realize it's not called every person's name's oh. apple. So he does know what it's called, but then later on yeah. in the series, they, like, change that plot point. So I thought that was, like, a fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. Um, okay, so we get into the main bulk of the episode now, where the um, friends are all hanging out in the same room, and all of a sudden, uh, Mr. Traeger knocks on their... No. That doesn't happen yet. No. They all of a sudden find it's out... Still Heckles. Heckles has died. Not yet. Heckles came to their apartment. Okay, you take this, because I apparently did not write any notes on this at all. Yeah, so well, so we go to the, the next scene. Oh, yes, scene, I did. I'm just interpreting Heckles, them wrong. Heckles knocks on the door and basically yes. tells them that they're being loud again, like he always does. And um, they're like, we're not being loud. We don't know what you're talking about. So then he leaves. They go back to their, like, whatever they're doing. Which, quick side note, when Monica opened the fridge, I don't know if anybody else looked, but Mm-mm. all that was in that fridge was just a bunch of beer. <laughs> like, literally just bottles of beer. Nothing else. Which, like, makes sense on a set. 
But like yeah. it's just like sure. you would think you would put something in there to make it look. I don't know. Was I was funny. looking at the fridge a little bit, and they had like a photo of a dog and a cat, and I was like, "Hmm, interesting." <laughs> there, there's also a photo right next that? to their door. It looks like a set photo of like Chandler and Rachel like talking to each other. Oh. It's so weird. I was like, "Why would that even <laughs> be there?" But okay. Sometimes I wonder how much like. TV shows like put little things like that in there. Like, yeah, just like interject like, them. Oh, like at Game of Thrones, you ever heard like like the Starbucks cup that they found on set? Like I have that heard of that. Stuff? Like it's almost wonder if they do that stuff. stuff on purpose. Probably, like, honestly, I would just troll all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so then they no, but one of hold on, Mister Heckles comes up and um, he comes upstairs to tell Monica and Rachel that they're being loud, and he tells them that their stomping is disturbing his birds. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> that he doesn't have Rachel, of course, then says you don't have birds which he replies i could have birds so later when the gang is cleaning cleaning his apartment after he dies you can see some bird figurines the one that ross plays with on that stacked newspaper by the door yeah so i wonder if in his mind he's talking to his about his figurines because he talks about like okay i'm gonna get back to my dinner party like is are the birds the dinner party guests? Like, yeah. how weird is Mr. Yeah, Heckles? He didn't have a table in that apartment. <laughs> no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. If he did, we couldn't see it. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um. So then they all get around to kind of mimicking Janice um, because they're talking all about, you know, past girlfriends. Yeah. And Joey takes it just a step too far. And instead of just mimic- mimicking her humorous things that everyone knows, he he talks like bedroom talk, <laughs> which is just way too far. So, but as they're all talking, um, Mr. Heckles dies. Yes. Um, something happens where they're having they're a stomping match, doing all them. their stomping, yeah. and then all of a sudden, the next scene, like they're all celebrating, we won, we won. Cut scene. Mr. Heckles is being wheeled out. He died. He, he has dead. died. So this is the first appearance of Mr. Trigger, which yes. is their landlord. Um, did you guys notice the layout of the apartment building? Mm-mm. Okay. When Mr. Heckles is being rolled out, they're all at the end of a hallway in his door. But if they were directly under him, that'd be the stairwell. Wouldn't it? There would be a stairwell right there. Oh. Well, I was, I didn't notice the hallway so much as I noticed the apartment. If it's the apartment directly above him or like directly below Monica and Rachel, wouldn't it necessarily be? Same the same layout, layout at, at least, least a similar or like layout. A window or something. Yeah, it yeah. like looked nothing, nothing like, like their it. apartment. Yeah, it had no continuity. I don't think at all, which is just strange. But yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, I get because I think we've had this conversation about um, Chandler and Joey's and Monica and Rachel's. How those aren't even similar. Yeah, but like it makes sense across the hall. Apartments that could look different, different. Mm-hmm. but when it's like up and down, like you have the same. Same space. Why wouldn't they look the same? Yeah, the yeah. floor plan doesn't change. No, you know, same amount of space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Ross, all of a sudden, finds out that Phoebe does not believe in evolution. In evolution. I was shocked by that. When were he, you? I was shocked that she would be the one to not believe it. Explain yourself. I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I was more shocked that she. We questioned it, but then she was talking about aliens, and then I went, oh, okay, that makes sense. But for her to, like, just question him in general, like, normally she would just be, I mean, she stands out, but I was kind of like, I thought she'd be, like, on the bandwagon, like, yeah. 
No, I know what you mean. Because, like, of, of all people to question, like, science. Like, it's one thing about, like, philosophical things. Like, Phoebe is kind of, like, her forte, I feel like, sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, like, something that's science-related, she almost starts arguing, like, no, I, I believe in a different scientific theory that proves why we are a certain way. But then she says about aliens, like, oh, no. She doesn't, she actually yeah. believes in realistic, it's just aliens, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, I mean, whatever floats your boat, but. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like, Ross has made his living off of this, and right. Phoebe just, nope, I just, I just don't believe it. Part of me wonders, though, like, did Phoebe, was she just playing along because she knew how to push his buttons? Because, I mean, she eventually calls him out, like, what is your need to always obsess about being right? Yeah. And have people believe, like, what you do. Yeah. Which, did you get, did any of you, like, that's such a pinpoint on culture right now. Oh, yeah. Of, like the need of people to only surround themselves with people that believe exactly what they do and call out anybody else. Yep. Mm -hmm. But like without any sort of agree to disagree, like culture right now cannot agree to disagree. Right. Somebody's right. Somebody's wrong. Exactly. And I thought that was such like a, Ooh, that is, that is today. (laughs) 25 years later, this is accurate. Because the whole time you're like, Phoebe, you sound so ridiculous saying like all these like strange things they mm-hmm. she says like what if the overlords deemed it that way it's like okay come <laughs> on but then she says something that's true it's like can't you have just can't you open your mind just a little bit and admit that you could there's the teeniest tiny tiny possibility you could be wrong right and then Ross is like oh I guess so but it's later on but like it's just such a good reminder of like Ross as much of a know-it-all as he is like even though he has like something like scientifically like proven quote-unquote that like Phoebe even brings up later, like, some a lot of scientists thought the Earth was flat. So, like, and it yeah. sort of makes you question yourself, like, I guess I can be a little more open-minded. Yeah. Which is a tribute to, like, I know I took for later in the episode, but, like, Friends loves to go, like, real surface level, and then they go, like, real deep, real quick, and then they just come right back out. They sure do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and they like, just, yeah. What a roller coaster. Yeah. Like, I just go back to, like, Joey, like, they just kind of, like, like, brushed over that like, the person he dated was probably a guy, and then they just moved on. Like, they're just, like... <laughs> you just left wondering. Like, what? he doesn't know still, and you're like, it's okay, and you're like, let's go get coffee. It's like, yep. well... But I'm still wondering about that. <laughs> yeah, they protected him real hard, because they're like, yeah, no, we're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing, though, when Phoebe says that she feels that she's not pushed by gravity, but that she's actually, like, no, sorry... She doesn't feel like she's being pulled, but she's being pushed. She's actually right. So Einstein's general theory of relativity states that we feel as as gravity is actually the curvature of space-time due to the mass of the Earth, and this curvature is pushing us to the center of the Earth. So because of the curvature of Uh space-time, we're not being pulled, we're being pushed into it. So Phoebe's actually right. Wow. Based on IMDB's trivia about this episode. <gasps> Leanne dropping the knowledge. Dropping wow. the facts. The scientific facts. Um, wow. So speaking of this fun fact, then all of a sudden there's a knock at the door. Chandler makes this really hilarious joke where Isaac Newton is at the door and he's pissed. <laughs> 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 but it's actually Mr. Trigger and the... Um, what is it? The like, like executor the of yeah, the attorney yeah. guy mm-hmm, for all of the stuff. So we find out like Monica has a moment where she's like, 
think how much you can touch somebody and then you look at the apartment and it's like this guy hated us this is his <laughs> final revenge <laughs> his apartment is literally my nightmare oh so same. many trinkets that's gross i just want to give props to the props team <laughs> yes. props to the props wow. because throughout like they obviously are cleaning it up and so mm-hmm. like the props have to remove stuff but they have to put all that crap literally in there yeah just like those random birds yeah and that ugly um what is that little oh the beads the beads oh, oh, the the beads. yes you're Can't right there's beads. but it's all like random stuff which i feel like is kind of even though it's like ugly random stuff like upstairs they still they're like such an eclectic like mm-hmm. apartment it's the same thing yeah down there but with stuff weird stuff Stuff. Got all those birds, guys. <laughs> all the birds. So many birds. Dinner party birds. I mean, I think there was like a pig on the, like a little fake pig on the wall. There's just there was so much stuff. The seashell lamp, animals. like because the there was also a cow up on the bookshelf too. Was there? Yeah, okay. there was. I did see that. Animals. It's like an oddly shaped cow. That is interesting. Yeah. All right, did she accidentally knock over the lamp, or did she do it on purpose? She for sure did it on purpose. For sure did it on purpose. Have you met Monica? (laughs) (laughs) But that lamp was ugly. It was hideous. It kind of reminds me of the stuff that you would bring home from like a classic beach trip. Yeah. Like uh, on yeah. spring break, a, a yep. frame that it would be like branded that says "I went to whatever yes. beach." <laughs> in, your, in the moment, you're like, "I have to have this." Yeah. Yes. Commemorate this trip. And I have to, and you're like, "What the heck?" Yeah, the frame commemorates the trip, but it doesn't match anything in your nope. like room nope. at all. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds I, me of that. I did that once. I collected a bunch of like seashells on this trip. I was like, "I'm gonna make a frame," mm-hmm. and I went home and I super glued. All the seashells. It was the ugliest frame. Because, like, I wasn't good with a glue gun, and I, like, did it, and, like, it just didn't fit, and it was just glue everywhere. You have a mixed history with seashells. <gasps> oh, no. So, little, Tell little, it. Little, oh, little, side, little side thing here. Tell it. Um, in regards to the seashell lamp that um, Monica so rudely, I think, purposely broke... Um, Because that meant a lot to Rachel. I can empathize with Rachel because on Danielle and I's honeymoon, we went to Cancun, and we were on the beach, and (laughs) on the beach, like you do uh, at the ocean, you collect seashells, because there's some pretty cool seashells and rocks. Anyways, I spent probably one or two hours amongst the waves getting thrashed around, oh finding cool seashells. So, so, so dramatic. <laughs> and, uh, I, this is, yeah, this is a dramatic reading. Of, I was, I love this. <laughs> I love well, it. I was like exhausted. <laughs> but anyways, I kept handing her like shells. Like, look at this awesome shell I found. Like we'll take it home and put it in a jar. It's like our honeymoon seashell jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Cool, I get right? That. Yeah. I hand it to her and she chucks it back into the ocean. And I didn't <laughs> like, realize she was doing this until like. Wait, the whole time? The whole time. <laughs> so I spent an hour and a half getting the seashells and she goes, Oh, very nice. <laughs> and chucks it back into the ocean. Yeah, I didn't know this. And so I'm like, where, where are you keeping the seashells? And Danielle goes, oh, I just put them back. <laughs> cool. The marriage is off to You're like, yeah, cool. I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't care about them at all. Which is similar to, I feel like, Monica with the Okay, the Danielle, did you know that what that's what he was trying to do? Or did you not know? And you just thought for you were taking a leisurely mm, beach walk be honest i mean i knew we were like looking at them <laughs> be honest he said but i think i was picking the ones i liked and throwing back ones which is like one <laughs> didn't like 
And there was one that he really to liked. To be fair, you both had to look at it for the rest of your lives, so... Yeah, and the, like, the ones that we have are in a jar, and where are they? I don't know, I just chuck them back in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Dump them in Lake Michigan, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know where they are, so... I'm not very sentimental, so that's, no, she's that's, not. that's hey, the she's, issue. Hey, she told me up front she's okay. not sentimental, so I had to deal with it. I can appreciate that, actually, a lot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Moving on. Um, So Joey asks for the magnet, or magnet, magnetizing. Is that what it's called? Magnifying. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) The magnifying glass in this episode, and this isn't the first time he asks for it. So he first asks for it in season one, episode nineteen, the one where the monkey gets away. So he wants this magnifying glass, and that was the episode I was on. That was. It and was. We did not mention it, it at all. Wow. <laughs> no, we did not. But it is the second time he's asked for it. Interesting. Wow. So he was definitely going to go home with that magnifying glass. Yes, he was. Can we talk about what that thing is? Because at first I was like, is it the front of a TV? But no, like, it's like it's a big a, magnifying glass. But it's like on like a walker. It, it is really... You know, he probably honestly like wheeled it in front of the couch as he was reading in one of those thousands of newspapers that they found in there. Oh, is that what it's Stick for? It in front, maybe. Oh, that would yeah. be my guess. Wow. Or maybe you stood in front of the TV to see the TV. It's a screen through a screen. <laughs> <laughs> screen I have no idea. I've never needed one. No, it might have been for reading. So that instead of like having to hold it, it just maybe stood it like in front sits. Maybe it like, like went down. So then it came over and like you could put it on a table. Yeah, I think you could angle it. Guys, so there's these lap. things called newspapers. And you used to <laughs> read them for the news? Oh, yeah. If you don't know what a newspaper is, Google it. Yeah. I just read Facebook. Yeah. And they were like online. Google on paper. Not an online newspaper. A hard copy. Wow. Whoa. What a concept. Okay. Anyways, where are we at? So Mr. <laughs> Heckles, well, the friends find Heckles. this big book of grievances. That's right. Yeah. How? Okay. How? Do my girls... Do you guys did you guys immediately draw the connection between like the burn book from Mean Girls? I mean, I didn't, but I, I get didn't. it. <laughs> I was like, burn book. <laughs> yes, burn. That's the book. That's, a, that's the only point. Do you guys did you guys ever have one of those? I don't think you're mean enough people. No, that no. Did you? No. Oh, probably of all the men that have screwed up teeth. Will thinks I'm mean enough to have one. <laughs> Missing his right eye tooth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No, I did not and do not and will never have a grievance or burn book. I just thought, how bored do you have to be to have one? Yeah. That's true. Well, he, was very, 17. he was very grieved. Well, he had a bunch of birds. That's very true. If that says anything. That is true. Um, when, this is another like quick fun fact. So when Ross is explaining to Phoebe about evolution, in one of his hands you can clearly see like a little toy giraffe. Um, to demonstrate the opposable thumbs thing. Um, so David Schwimmer would later go on to play Melman, the giraffe, in the animated comedy movie Madagascar. Wow. Just a little, like, fun fact. Wow. So, wow. She's bringing down the fun fact. Bringing she it really down. is. Yeah. Bringing it down. He did a really good job with that, too. With Madagascar? Yeah. Or the opposable thumbs? Both. <laughs> Both. Both. He showed those thumbs. <laughs> That's some good thumbs. Um... <laughs> Can we talk about Chandler? Like, yes. Is he wearing Mr. Heckle's robe? Like, he stayed there all night. Or is it his? Is it his? Would you go upstairs to your room, grab your robe, you know, and come I would back? Not be surprised if it was Mr. Heckle's robe. I don't know. He was feeling really Mr. Heckle's. But I'm. Was that the same robe that he opened the door? No. The one he opened the door okay. in was like tan. It was like lighter. Yeah. Okay. It might be his own robe. 
But I thought he looked very dashing in that robe. He looks always dashing. Let's be real. (laughs) I know they were trying to make him look, um, like, disheveled. Mm -hmm. But I was like, okay, Chandler. (laughs) Gray sweatpants. He was wearing the gray sweatpants. Yes. Do you remember that in season one? Also, he didn't, he's not a baby face, so. That's true. Well. Thank God. Okay, a little bit maybe. (laughs) Okay, so Chandler's having sort of a crisis moment where he is really worried that he's going to end up, like, alone. The others are going to go off and get married. And this topic comes up quite frequently with Chandler. He's always feeling like, I'm going to get left behind. Everyone else is going to get married. Um, He ends up being the first of the friends to get married and have, like, an established relationship. But it's a common theme that he's, like, going to be all worried about Him and Monica, like, you know. So he calls hide in that area, but still. Okay, but can we talk about when he's walking into his apartment? We can. Weird music? Yeah. (laughs) There's, okay, there's never, like, I mean, there's the transition scenes where they have, like, cute little, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, he's walking in and, I don't know, I felt like it honestly, to me, sounded like a... Uh, what are those things called that old women watch? Soap opera. Yeah. Felt like we were about just transition from friends to watching a soap opera. It did. It was really weird music. It was so strange. It was very melodramatic. It was. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> Where was I? Like, music. You're taking, wow. You're taking notes. You're diligently taking notes. So Phoebe sets a trap for Ross. He comes in prepared to fight his point. But before he can even really get into the stuff that he brings, Phoebe, kind of like what Will was, uh, like, recounted, that he was, like, you don't think, like, you can't, you're so arrogant that you can't even think for a second that you might be the teeniest bit wrong. And the other girls are, like, leaning in because this is a first for Ross to have to admit this. Yeah. And so he does admit that he could maybe the teeniest, tiniest bit be wrong. And then Phoebe is like, I have no more respect for you because you caved. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Okay. From a guy's perspective. Yes, please. Because this is the second time in the episode where a male figure has been put in a one of two extreme situations. And this is going to be really deep sounding. Yes, let's go there. We do this. So Chandler is like, I'm going to be alone. I'm going to be alone. I'm not, you know, you guys are all going to get married. I'm going to be alone. And then all the girls are like, oh, no, you're you're just like every other guy. And they're they're kind of jerks. They get stuck up on stuff. It's just like every other guy. And then they go, wait, no, no, no. He reached out to Janice. That means you're ready for a relationship. You're ready. You're ready for commitment. It's like, no, 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 no. He can. He doesn't have to be either ready for commitment or a total jerk. He can be somewhere. He's just a guy. Being a guy. And then Ross gets put. I mean, I, I think it's funny when they troll Ross all the time. But he, you know what I mean? Like Phoebe puts him in those one of two extremes. It's like you're either committed to what you believe. And if you like, ha- if you have any, like it may have any room to grow then I don't respect you. And then on the other side, it's like, if you are so set in your ways, there's no room or you're so arrogant, you can't admit you're wrong. So yeah. obviously I think she's just trolling him, but I felt, I felt obliged for my, my, my guys out there. I got your backs. It's not black and white. There's, there is some gray. I actually had a comment, like the guys and commitment and the girls chatting about it. I was going to ask you about it. So thanks for bringing that up. Cause, oh, yeah. um, but I feel like that's what they do with friends specifically. Um, in season one, we talked a lot about um, how they 
like go all in on the stereotypical versions mm-hmm. of their portrayal of these friends characters. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think that is the same thing that they're doing just with the, um, what is it like a prejudice towards like certain yeah. groups. So like guys fear commitment mm-hmm. in this like culture. That's what is the portrayal in TV and right. all these things. Um, so even when like the girls were like, you're ready, like, no, you're not like anybody. And then all of a sudden they're like, you're committed. And he's like, whoa, whoa, don't know about that. Right. I was going to ask you about that. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you commented on it. That's perfect. I feel like a lot of shows like this, probably particularly in the nineties had like a type of guy. Mm. Like it was always like the women were always right. And the guys were always wrong type of feel like, Mm -hmm. or dumb or just like, they made the guy to be out. Ah. He's like a meathead. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I picked up on that too. You're not, though. I'm not a meathead. <laughs> all, all the brawn, but also the brains. <laughs> um, <laughs> anywho. Um, no, yeah, I, I think thing I was right. I think they, they're very, like, and like you're saying, they very much play into like cookie-cutter stereotype mm-hmm. things. And I think it's probably a part of the writing. It's like, you watch and you go, oh, guys are totally that way. But, like, not really, but they sort of are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You want to tell them about today, how you were a typical guy today? Ooh. Which time? Yes. <laughs> yes. Please tell us. We do want to know. What do you tell me? What are you talking about? About getting locked out of our house today. Oh, yeah. You got locked out of your house? Yep. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, um, oh, no. long story short, um, we went to the zoo today. That means it's uh, always long. We went to the zoo. We went to yeah, the zoo. It's fun. We went to John Ball Zoo in Grand Rapids. And so, uh, shout out, because it was excellent. Um, but anyways, uh, Danielle's sister and our brother-in-law uh, were meeting us at our house, and so I went to go gas up the car before they got there. And so, I couldn't find my spare key to Danielle's car, so I took her keys. Uh-oh. And this is where it all started going wrong, because we don't take each other's keys, and that's why we have the spares. And it messes up our flow. So anyways, uh-huh. um, I was like, ah, it'll be fine. So we went to the gas station, or I went to the gas station, gassed her out, came back, um, came inside and set the keys down in a place they don't normally go. Mm, Danielle assumed I had put them in her purse, and then I just set them down, not realizing where I put them. And so as we were leaving, pack up uh, William Jr., pack up, you know, all the people in the car, um, Danielle asked me as we were leaving, she goes, Will, do you have everything? I do the whole... Phone, wallet, and then I, keys I felt I knew phone, wallet, keys. I I realized I didn't have my keys. I was like, "That's okay." Danielle's got hers because uh. she always has them in her purse, but I didn't put them back in her purse. Oh so no! So she, so she, after asking me if we're good, locks the door, shuts it, and then we're getting in the car, and I'm like, "Oh, I forgot my mask. Can you give me the keys so I can go unlock the house so I can get my car keys to get my mask out of the car?" Uh, and she's like, "Where'd you put the keys?" I was like, "Uh." I don't know. And so basically what ended up happening is our brother-in-law had to pull out the screen to one of the windows because we couldn't get it. <laughs> Thankfully, and... one of our windows <laughs> was not locked. Yes. Oh. Yes. Mm. Um, which normally would be poor homeownership. Po- but... Very poor homeownership. <laughs> um, yes. <but> so <laughs> to me, that would be pull... a terrible thing. Yeah. So we pulled out the screen and Danielle has cheerleading experience. <laughs> so she acted as a base and hoisted me through the window, but she didn't just like lift she uh, launched me. And <laughs> I actually flew into the window onto our couch, thank God, because there's like wood floor in there. And I was like, holy mother. <laughs> He's like, were you so mad at me that you like threw me? I was like, no, I like 
Just Probably. wanted to get you the proper, <laughs> get a little yeah. boost so up a there. Typical guy, typical guy moment, which friends also seems to like to play into. So mm-hmm. it would have been a good. Uh, what a what a meathead, <laughs> guy. That will. That will. That will. That will guy. Um. No, and I think it's. I think they. They've softened it. I think characters nowadays are a little bit more well-rounded. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think those are the types of characters that you that people find entertaining. And I, and I also think that those are why those shows are still beloved today. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know why this is because I feel like in a culture of political correctness, how do the shows like the office yeah. get away with it still still get away with it. Yeah. And it's still one of the most popular streaming shows. Cause you made a new show like that today. Would never get it. It would never. It wouldn't even be pitched. Right. Honestly, I think maybe because they know of when it was. Context, maybe. Context know. of when it was aired. Maybe. I don't know. They 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 aired it at the right window. Yeah. It was. It, it's like a show like that couldn't have been made any later, and right. if it made if if it was made sooner, it might have been too much. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I don't know, but I Thank think it's that. those type of characters that you still love. Because you're like, aside from political correctness, like, Michael Scott's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, and everybody loves a little, like, not being politically correct every now and then. I, th- I think people Whether obviously they do. it or not. Okay, so, any, any more comments about the main story? Because then we go into the tag where Chandler's on a date. Oh, yeah. And this lady has a huge head. <laughs> well, before we go into it. Yes. Does anybody find it ironic that the neighbor who passed away, his name was Mr. Heckles, as in like a heckler? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, just, I was, I was like, about that. I, was, I just thought it was funny. It's clever. It's, yeah, I like, pretty clever. I like when shows do that. Or like, they just couldn't come up with a name. Yeah, yeah so oh, he heckles him, so he's Mr. Heckles. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought totally. it was sad that Joey was like, "It's okay, man. You you can come over to the Super Bowl." Oh yeah. No <laughs> other holiday. I wrote a note because that's so relatable. There's totally friends that you hang out with. And there's friends that you don't hang out with, but you would still invite them to like a Super Bowl party because like, oh, bring some dip and bring some chips. <laughs> but then you don't talk to them again until next Super Bowl. It's like, oh, remember last year when the Patriots won? <laughs> I hope they win again. You know, come on over. It's like, what's changed? Like, I don't know. I root for the same team. And that's all I talk about. <laughs> I, I, I it's like the safety of other people in the room. Yeah, you're not yeah, the yeah. only one like yeah. coming over to hang out with like the your, wife and I. It's like your yearly checkup. Right. Are you still doing good? Still He's, like that team? All right, good. Yeah, football. Let's cool. Come on over and cheer. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, what, are, what are guys doing this year? Man, oh, nothing. Sadness. <laughs> Tell you what. Because oh. there's no sports or anything right now. Um, I mean, there some, is. Most college football conferences canceled, or no, are doing their season. The Big Ten canceled theirs. So. Okay. Yeah. Womp. Oh, the Big Ten? That's yeah. like the main thing. Right. Mm. Yeah, so uh, tune in to Hail to the Victors later on. We'll talk about it more. Oh, there it is. Ba-dum-ts. There it is. Okay, as soon as you get in. the Bleachers. Wait, what, it's a Hail to the Victors. The name is Sorry. still working. Hail from the Bleachers. Hail yeah, from the Bleachers. TBD. <laughs> Subliminal messaging. I'm trying when, to you have, when you have your uh, social media handle, yeah. um, let us know and we'll add it to our show notes. So that uh, when people like in no retrospect. Way. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, Totally. We want to promote our friends too. Promote us. (laughs) (laughs) It will have nothing to do with your series (laughs) at all. No, I'll be honest. We'll talk about friends for like two seconds. Perfect. (laughs) We'll talk about the shows where they like play football or something. There you go. There you go. There is one. There is one. We could we could talk about that. Um, Okay. So, any comments on this date with the girl with the big head and Chandler's monologue? She did appear to have a very large head. Very large head. Yes. Was it firm or like? Does she really have hair? 
Yeah, yeah. was it a hair reason for having a large head, or or is it an angle of it making it look like her head was that, or was that like? I just I always think behind the scenes like casting call must have large head. <laughs> the measure? Nope. No, 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 I definitely I definitely think they probably it was the, the angle which yeah. they had yeah. it. Well, I wonder if they like literally created a um cuz the hair looked not, not real. real round and like, very perfectly round. I they cut it from like a carpet. It looked <laughs> <laughs> like a shaggy carpet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looked like almost like a wig. So I wonder if they created something that went over her head, probably like yeah. a like a helmet or something. But maybe like a prop made helmet. Maybe they had one of the friends sitting there, just put the head on top of her. Yeah, so they didn't that have would have been hilarious. Hilarious. It's like Monica yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Anderson over the, under there. Um, okay, you mentioned that you have a couple stories from today. That was one. Of locking out of the house. Yeah, that was one. That was the main. We went to the zoo today. That was pretty exciting. People dog that zoo. Isn't I love that zoo. It was a great. The only zoo. downside is I don't have giraffes. Yeah. No. I was. So <laughs> a... <laughs> I love giraffes. So all right. Downside. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. It was, it was a great zoo stuff. for young. She's like boycotting a zoo. Like you know, I, I love giraffes. that zoo. Okay. I would pick it over binder any day. She's like, oh my but gosh, they don't have red pandas, I... and I'm offended. <laughs> All right, okay, y'all. Giraffes have, are awesome. I do have red pandas. I love, both. I love red pandas. They yeah. have little baby red they pandas. They're yeah. so cute. They were so cute. Okay, so John Ball, I actually still like both for different reasons. John Ball is smaller. It's kind of like on a mountain side, so it's a lot of up and down walking. Uh, but it is very conveniently located. You it's not like, oh, we want to go see this animal. It's way across the park. Um, you can just kind of like... We did it loop. in like two hours. Yeah, we saw like everything. Oh wow! Yeah, you yeah. can get through it, which is nice. It's a lot cleaner too. Yes, they keep they mm. like the bathrooms are really clean, up to date. Binder is like great because like you went there as a kid. Yes. It's more nostalgic than yeah, yeah, but it's pretty dirty when you realize it. Mm. And like when you go to only Binder, you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. But then you go to John Ball, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, well, it's dirty. It's a difference. But huh. they do have the giraffes. And John Ball's cheaper. It is cheaper. It's because they don't have to pay for giraffes. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true. It's probably They're true. Very finicky. Guys, yeah. the last time I went, I bought a giraffe in their in their gift shop. Like a little. It's they a little, sell giraffes. It's the little shop? guy that's in my car. Yeah, I was so like, okay, y'all can sell a giraffe, but you can't have one. Like, what is wrong with you? So let's dive into more into this obsession with giraffes. It's something. I love giraffes. So you're you're into a man with a long neck and no baby face. <laughs> Giraffes do kind of have that little fuzz. <laughs> We're finding out their type. And long tongues. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> She's regretting that right now. She's wishing she that, could just. Um, no, no you're not. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't cut it. For, for eating well, ice we're cream. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, cream. for eating an ice cream cone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just, this is getting like worse. Worse. Anyways, let's rate our show. <laughs> Shovels included. <laughs> okay, so guys, we have a rating system that we oh, have wow. created. So if you scroll down in the show notes just a little bit, you will see that Technically, it's a classic 1 through 10, but we have created our own little words for it. So just uh, think of it in the light of 1 through 10. Yeah. Where would you rate this episode on the scale of, like, the show in general? So there are some show, you know, episodes that you might not find as appealing, yeah. others, yeah. etc. Um, How are you doing? Nice. Okay, why would you rate it that way? I liked it because there were parts that made me laugh. 
there were parts that made me think introspectively, mm-hmm. but oh, it wow. didn't have all of the, the moments that I like most. Like, I love when Ross is put into ridiculous situations yeah. and then they're moving the couch. He's like, pivot, pivot. Yeah. It's probably my favorite love moment it. of Ross's. Um, I love when Joey has any sort of woman trouble. I guess he did a little bit in this one. They kind of reminisced on it. And uh, I, I think it was because there was le- the guys played a less prominent role in it as far as like what's showing what's going on in their lives. Like they talked about it a lot, but they spent a lot of time on like the girls and like the lamp. So yeah, I liked it. For That's sure liked it. a solid rating. Danielle, I would go a little lower. Okay, mm-hmm. I would say probably a three. I would do it. We don't. Like we don't have a. Yeah, you can't say the number. You got to say it. You got to say it. What do you mean it? by three? What is uh, yeah. What does oh, that mean? I would say like an oh my god. Okay, and why would you rate it that way? Because it wasn't my favorite episode. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean he, I mean it's sad that he died, but I think that, like they kind of like milked that he died for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, very dramatic how Chandler was the same person where I feel like, like he could have died and I feel like they could have taken that plot point and made it, like, a little bit more interesting of more, like, they found something and they could have fought over it. Who's going to keep it? Rachel found it or Monica saw it, but Rachel got it. And, like, more of, like, a war of who's going to get what instead of, like, we're cleaning up his stuff and... Out it goes. I think it could have, like, I think they could have amped up this episode. Okay. So. That's fair. Before no, we move good. on from your rating, you have to say, oh, my God, like, Janice does. I don't know if I can do it. Try. Oh, no. Ready? Try. Three, two. You do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was actually very good. good. Actually, that's not I bad love for that. I don't know if I could do you can that. Clip that. Just you go, can like, that go like this. Oh, yeah, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. That was really hey, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I, like yeah, that. that I like good. that. I like that. That's good. Thank well you. Done. Yeah, Thank thanks. you for that rating. Lou Ellen. Yeah, I would do uh you can't do this without the hand signal. Unagi. Ooh, unagi. <laughs> right in the middle because also not my favorite episode. Uh-huh. Um I think that they definitely dragged out the whole Mr. Heckles thing. Like Yeah. Yeah, he was an important character, but not that important. Right. Um but I do like that this is one of the first times I think we kind of get Chandler's um, sap story of, like, I am having a midlife crisis 5,000 times, as yeah. he has throughout the series. Yeah. Um, and so I like the character development in him mm-hmm. a little. Um, and really any episode that has Chandler as a focal point, I love. So yeah. I couldn't go too low. Yeah. But, Yeah. I would say the only saving grace is what Matthew Perry does with Chandler in this episode. Yeah. I really do think that he has a wide range of, he's humorous, but he's also really introspective, yeah. but it's also like really pathetic at some points, how he's like on the couch in his apartment. Yeah. But I really do think that he has like quite some character growth, um, but I wouldn't rate it either too high. So I'm going to land right in the middle of you all and do a, we were on a break. Um, we had a three, four, five, and six, guys. Oh, I'm killing it. Um, so, yeah, that's what I would do. Oh, you know what? One thing that I forgot to bring up before we finally move on. When Monica and Rachel are getting into that fight over the lamp, when she's like, you still think this is your apartment, isn't it? And Rachel's just running a room. Um, I actually think that, like, Monica is justified in the fact that like it is her apartment for yeah. sure 
For it's sure. her grandma's apartment, and Rachel is renting just a room. renting a room. Yeah. Like, they are really, like, they are best friends, and they love each other, but I would actually side with Monica on this one. I agree. I, in my head, I was like, they probably needed to sign a contract. <laughs> That's where my mind went. There's the spreadsheet numbers <laughs> yes. uh, guy. No, but totally. It's like, no, it is like, Monica's apartment, and I would she assume is sleeping that, there. I, I would assume that Rachel's either paying a little bit of something, but she's probably not paying the full amount. But also, like, why couldn't Rachel have it in her bedroom? Right. right. I did have that thought, too. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I, I get it doesn't look good in our living room, but maybe I put it in my bedroom. Right. Yeah. That's Cause, true. Because Monica had it before Rachel moved in, right? It right. was just her there, wasn't it, at one point? I think she had a she had a roommate. I think she mentioned at one point, but we don't know who that was. We do know who it is later. Yeah. Don't spoil it. Yeah, let's not spoil it. Okay. Um, all right. So that wraps up kind of the conversation about the show, unless you guys have anything else about no. the main episode itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we have this segment that we've been doing. Danielle, we already did yours. Mm-hmm. So, Will, you are brand new to this. Oh, boy. We have a segment called Which Friend Are You? <laughs> so Gosh. we want to, I, I've explained it in every episode, so I know on the episode it sounds redundant, but I'm going to explain it to you. So sure. because the characters are so drastically different, mm-hmm. um, try and think cross-genderly the characteristics about each person. Yeah. Because, because you could have characteristics of one of the friends. We don't want you to limit yourself to, like, just the three guys. Right. Because you might find, like, oh, yeah, I am super, you know, kind of a clean freak like Monica. So mm-hmm. try to, like, think through that perspective. Oops, sorry, guys. Um, think through that perspective and tell us which friend are you. And mm. you could have characteristics of more than one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the cross... That's not the right word. So thinking about, like, including the female characters, mm-hmm. I think if I share qualities with them, it's probably mostly Monica. Not because of the neat freak. I'm Because I'm not a neat freak. I think Daniel will tell you this. But I do like things organized. Like, when we make the bed, like, <laughs> I sort of have, like, a, what are you doing? We have to make the bed this way. <laughs> and so... That it's not like I'm making it sound way more like anal than it actually is, but um, I probably share that with her. But I, I really do think I am most like Chandler because I, with no matter what I do, there's always the one side where somebody goes, Oh, well, you know, that will. Like, and I'm trying to be serious, and everybody's, like, laughing. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm seriously struggling with this. And people are like, oh, well, oh, man, that will. Um, and, I mean, I do think he's funny, and I like to be a funny guy. Yeah, you're pretty funny. So I do my best. But, uh, yeah. So I would, do you think you're, like, a 50-50, or no, a little bit? No, I definitely think I'm more Chandler. Okay. Um, I'm less of a neat freak, and, like, Monica gives me anxiety sometimes when I watch her. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but... I think Chandler, without, like, the, I don't want to brag myself, without, like, the womanizing side of him. You know what I mean? That, like, all the guys, or, like, Joey and him both have where it's, like, like, they were joking about, like, the nostril stuff. Like, oh, I get hung up on nostrils. Like, I wouldn't necessarily get hung up on that kind of stuff. Like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But I do think, like, no matter what I do, I tend to come across, like, the goof. Or, like, okay. the guy who's, like, trying too hard sometimes. So, <laughs> am I right? I was going to pick that, but Oof. let's see what they say. Oh, do you guys say which one I remember? Do you agree? Do you agree with that? Well, I would say our like we don't have as close of a we haven't right. seen you in a lot of circles, right? Right. Ah. 
I mean, our main connection with you is through Danielle. I yes, mean, we've obviously true. like been around yeah, all of yeah. each other for a long time, but like we haven't really. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. Gotten to know, <laughs> yeah. right, yeah, right. Totally. So we haven't really like gotten to know you in that way. So right. I would definitely say we. And I could probably speak for Llewellyn. Like, we agree with the Chandler thing. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think so. even just in this episode, you can kind of, like, you're you're quick-witted and, like, you bring in that humor yeah. element. And I that's definitely what Chandler does. So I sure. can 100% agree with that. So I'm, that... I would add a little bit only Ooh. because. Uh, oh, okay. Like, I didn't know the Monica side of you because I don't know that, that yeah, side yeah, of you. Yeah. But um, I would. I would, and I hate, I hate identifying anybody with this guy. No, go ahead. But, <laughs> no. Wait, uh, can I make a quick point, though? That every, I think every one of our friends has identified themselves as a Monica. Yes. Yes. That's always the yep. first, I think I'm a Monica, and then they may add someone else or they yeah. may not. Yeah. So yeah, I just think it's hilarious. I did the 100%. same thing. That's yeah. interesting. So far, and nobody has self-identified first as, like, another and then been, like, wow. and maybe, like, Monica. There's a it's lot there. Always Monica. Yeah. Wow. Maybe um, people see themselves more, like, harshly. Yeah. Not that Monica's oh, harsh, but... Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to add that. I would add that you, you kind of remind me of Ross in a way, too. And not... Like, okay, this, this side of Ross that we saw here yeah, yeah, is yeah. not what I'm referring to. Um, <laughs> it's not a good I do one. have that side, though. You yeah, do yeah, sometimes yeah. have that sure side. Have and maybe side. it comes out because we're rivals. Oh, yeah, it could be. Um... <laughs> This is a callback. Danielle uh, and I will sit back and let you guys continue. We'll watch. But no, I do what I, I think about Ross because Ross is very like he he knows what he likes and he is not afraid to say what he likes. Uh, okay. And I think that about you, like you're mm. very not necessarily like opinionative, but like you when you're passionate about something, it shows. Sure, and that's a, yeah. I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. And that's something yeah. I love about Ross. And, um, he's very like intellectual and you're a very smart person. Oh, thanks. So I think, um, I definitely agree with Chandler 100%, but I would say you have a little bit of Ross in you too. I would agree. So he's a three person. No, I would agree. As, as we were watching the episode, I, I like thought about, man, I always forget how much of a, of a know-it-all Ross is and like how he has to prove like, what he believes is right. I'm like, oh, I do that a lot. <laughs> I would say, I would say you're fifty-fifty. I would say you're uh, Ross Chandler. Yeah. I wouldn't put Monica in there. Oh with, with wow! A, with a dabble of Monica, it's, a it's more like a sprinkle. Yeah. Like like a little like a pinch, like yeah. a little like a little a pinch of Monica. A pinch. Okay. Okay, so we've also added this new element called recommend to a friend. So I've explained it to you guys off the air. So, Will, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, lately, I have been super hardcore into the Dave Ramsey show on Spotify. Hmm. Um, heard about Dave Ramsey. I know about Financial Peace University, which is his big kind of claim to fame. Um, and his whole thing is get out of debt. Um, and, and so that you can live like no one else later or live like no one else now so you can live like no one else later and I was sort of borrowed things but I've been starting to listen to his uh, podcast his daily podcast and he has people on like there's a guy named Chris Hogan um, a couple other personalities and it's hit me to the point practically speaking it's probably that, because of COVID too probably yeah seriously um, but they've been talking to a lot of people about like hey we lost our job how do we deal with this and so it's been I've learned a lot, and I feel like we're changing our finances because of it. So mm. I would totally recommend the Dave Ramsey show on Spotify. And uh, I haven't read it yet, and so, but I'm confident it's going to be amazing. Chris Hogan, the, one of the other personalities, has a book 
called Everyday Millionaire. And um, it's not necessarily how to be a millionaire, but it's kind of about the mindset behind how they achieve what they want to achieve. So that would be what I recommend to a friend. That's an amazing sign-off, too. Great job. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Danielle, what would you recommend Harley, to a friend? Harley, keep up with you, Will. <laughs> um, I'm going to go a little bit more basic here and talk about the... Uh the ninja coffee maker that I just got what? for my birthday. There's nothing basic about coffee. No. I know. It's, that was a great gift idea. It <laughs> wasn't really good because I'm a avid iced coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. I don't like hot... I mean, I'll drink hot coffee, but like it'll be like negative 10 out and I will still drink iced coffee. Yeah. And people think I'll be crazy. You're not crazy. You're not. But I love iced coffee. And yeah. this has an iced coffee feature. Nice. So... Nice. It. So you can, like, pour ice in, and then it's not as hot when it comes out. Um, but it's, like, not, like, hot, hot, like, coffee you would. You'd have to put way more, and it's then it gets really watered down. Then it has on the side, has, like, a little, like, foamy frother. Oh, yes. So is, what I'm hearing them say is our next episode, we're going to go over there. So we right, right, right. We're going to use their... <laughs> Closet and I don't think you want to drink some ninjas. Some ninja coffee. Drink some ninjas. Drink some ninjas. Whatever. That's what the ninja people call it. So I probably we're an hour in. This is probably the most I've used a coffee maker ever. That's awesome. Out of all the coffee makers I've ever had, so I think it was a really good gift. And it was a, it was a good it was probably the first surprise gift he's gotten me. Nice. Oh please. That was, like, not expected. I didn't ask for it, but it was really thoughtful. Mm. And, like, you you knew that. There's brownie points in this episode. Yes. Losing some, gaining some. (laughs) (laughs) So that would be what I would recommend to a friend. Love it. Awesome. Thank you both. Those are great recommendations. Love it. All right, so... It is about 96 degrees in this closet right now, so we have got to be done. We are going to be continuing the conversation next week with the one with Phoebe's husband. Yeah, so we will catch you guys next week on the One with Friends podcast.